Hey guys, uh, I'm here with Joe, and we're going to be doing our first podcast. Uh, hope you enjoy. Hi. So, Joe, firstly, Ronaldo. His best years are behind him. He didn't win the Champions League with Juve, and he's coming into a United team who is not as strong as it was before when he played. When he played, it was prime United, winning league titles and Champions Leagues. Joe, do you think this United team with Ronaldo will be able to push and challenge for the title? And will it be able to meet Cristiano's expectations? I mean, first of all, I disagree. I don't think the best years are behind him because he's 30. He's one of the best players in the world, no doubt. And he's still so skillful and so fast. Uh, yeah. He's one of... He's one of the best players ever from Man United, so it's good that he's back. And when he went to the Juve side, they were very weak. It was unexpected they'd win a Champions League. They didn't win a Champions League. And they bet they didn't even win Syria last season, which is expected of them. So I think this Man U team that he's coming into are levels above that Juve team. And he can definitely challenge for the Champions League and the Premier League. And I was even saying that about Man U before they got Ronaldo. I think this Man U team will live up to his expectations and definitely win something in the next one to two years. Oh, okay. That's um, because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the last, I think, four years he hasn't. I don't think he's won a trophy, but um, we'll see. Yeah. So, Man United have managed to complete the long-awaiting signing of Jadon Sancho. He's had he's had high expectations of him, and his performance in the Bundesliga um, was really good. So, will it help them push for the title, or will he be like Werner and not have a great first season? It's quite hard to tell by three games, but at the moment, he's not really living up to the hype around him from the Man U fans. Yeah. I think he's not going to have the best season this season. He'll definitely uh, score some goals and definitely score uh, lots next season when he's really settled in. But when you come to the Premier League, yeah. uh, it's quite hard to settle in sometimes. And But if you watch him in the Bundesliga, you can see how talented he is and why Man U played 85 mil for him. Um, and also, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is actually playing him in the wrong position. Because in the game against Wolves, when they won 1-0, he played him on the left wing instead of the right. So, because he played Mason Greenwood on the right. So, obviously, that's also fault for his his slow start. Well, he's only played the game, so it's quite hard to tell. Uh, they've also got Rafael Varane, an established Champions League centre-back, who has played alongside Ramos. That was in a different league, though, with a different place, with a different pace. How do you think he'll do in the Prem? I think Varane is one of the best centre-backs in the world because he's very fast and very strong. I think he's ready for the Prem because when he started in the Liga, they had, like, Messi and, like, Griezmann, all these great players. So he has lots of experience against all these world-class players and is sure to make an impact on the Man U defenders now fit to help them challenge for the Champions League. Yeah, and also he comp- he um, he uh, he juxtaposes um, Maguire because Maguire is kind of a he's kind of quite slow Maguire. So Rafael Varane to have a fast centre back is really gonna really gonna help them. Um, but Man United they failed to sign a CDM. 
They were interested in Camavinga, but they failed to secure it as Real Madrid swooped in and got it done. How do you think that will impact their season? Because they had, having McTominay and Fred in the DM spots, I know they have Pogba, but I don't think he didn't, he's not really suited there. And he played there for, against Wolves and he didn't, he kind of had a stinker of a performance. So how do you think that will impact their season? I think McTominay Okay, cool. And Joe, um, moving on to your club, Spurs. They've completed the signing of right back Emerson from Barcelona and Pape Sar from FC Mets, and of course, Brian Gill, and the loan of Christian Romero. They're all signings for the future of Tottenham and hopefully some trophies. Well, I, I definitely think the future of Tottenham is bright. Before this transfer window, I thought we didn't have good youngsters. I thought we wouldn't be good in the future. But now Nuno's come in, he's done a really good job because our past four managers have failed to sign young players and failed to sign a centre-back. And Nuno has just done two in one transfer window. Yeah. And the of likes co- of Dane Scarlett and Brian Gill is quite good for our future. Yeah, and of course, he's actually unbeaten in the Premier League, top of the table, by the way, which is really weird for Spurs. And um, so, the obvious star of your club, Harry Kane. Obviously, you, you you play better without him, which is weird, because you, there's more flow to your game. But what are your thoughts on the rumours, and now that he is finally staying at your club, how important will he be for your success? I think we don't really play better without him. But I think he definitely slows down the likes of Son, Moore and Bergwijn. Yeah. And and I went to the Watford game the other day and it's clear to see that the fans have not lost their affection for him. They're, they're always singing his name and they love him so much and we still respect him. Because we know that he's definitely key for our Champions League hopes yeah. this year. Even though other clubs may not respect him like Wolves, yeah. they definitely do because of how much he's done. It's true. Okay, cool. Um, moving on to your rival club, Arsenal. Obviously, you don't have very fond feelings of them, and we all know why. But the recruitment system is not great. They've bought £50 million Ben White, who, obviously, he's had comparisons to... A lot of people were comparing him to Raphael Varane, which is obviously not fair because he is a lot younger. But £50 million for Ben White, it's the future, but... I don't think it's what they need. They need a, a really good centre-back right now, right right here. So, um, well, it's an interesting signing. They've also signed Aaron Ramsdale from relegated side Sheffield United. Martin Odegaard, who they saw on loan last year, so moved to Arsenal. And uh, just some of the names. So, Arsenal, they failed to qualify for any European spot for the first time in 25 years. Do you think these new transfers will be able to help them to achieve the goal of top four, maybe not this season, but the upcoming seasons? Uh, well, I think that, I don't know, I don't really know what Arteta's doing at the moment. He's just signing everyone, everyone that he can. 
Yeah. Uh, for so much. Ben White is like the same amount as Ryan as Matt. I know. It's because he's not as he's not as good. Well, obviously it's youth, but you know yeah, you've got to you've got to see. And also the uh, the Arsenal owners. I don't think they're not they are they're not very popular around Arsenal. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so cool. Yeah, but um, I think Ramsdale, he's a good goalie. And yeah. even though he's been relegated with that many teams, he, he, yeah. it's not really his fault. Yeah, well, he is, yeah. he is a good goalkeeper, but I um, he's one for the future. That's why they've signed him. They're, they're going to be good in five years, Arsenal. But that's not what their fan base done. They want good now for forever. So it's going to be interesting to see because they have the likes of Ernie Smith-Rowe, Bukayo Saka... Lugan, he's in the under under twenty threes or twenty what twenty threes for the um the upcoming qualifiers. So um it'll be interesting to see um their their progress. So Joe, moving on to Chelsea, a um. What a signing to go and get it done in Milan. The big man himself, Big Rom, is back in the Premier League. He's better than he was at Man United. Got more strength, more pace. And he's going to be a key part of the Chelsea team. It is where they were looking for last season and they did not get it with Werner. Chelsea creates so many chances, but they couldn't finish them. Joe, do you think this makes them strong contenders for the Premier League title and the Champions League? I definitely think so. Winning the Champions League with Werner is is so, such a good achievement. They'll definitely challenge for it. Yeah. Now they have Romelu Lukaku, just so good. And also, they uh, Werner, he he adds pace to their team. Obviously, obviously his finishing's not great, but a lot of people hate Werner. I actually don't mind. I actually quite like Werner. I don't know. Obviously. It's quite good. He is, he's good, because he was good in the Bundesliga. Obviously, the Prem is a whole different pace, a whole different pressure for the Bundesliga. Obviously, the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich just win it every year. Sorry, Bundesliga fans. But it's, uh, yeah. But they also completed the loan signing of the Liga winner, Saul Niguez. The real question is, will he get a lot of playtime as they have other wonder talents is in his position? Uh, I don't... Think so I think he's more of like a sub, maybe come on at half time, help them out because they have Jorginho, Havertz, Mount, and they're just like so good in midfield. And yeah. I think Negres or whatever his name is is just yeah, it's just not on their level. And also, they um, Chelsea, they were looking to go and get Kunde from Sevilla, obviously because Zuma's gone off to uh, West Ham and. West Ham United. What a signing that was, by the way, for them. Obviously, Craig Dawson, Craig Dawson is uh, is aging, but they were gonna go get that, and he's uh, he's off. They have Thiago Silva, who's an aging centre back. Obviously, he's re- he was really good in his in his time, but now his time his time's kind of passed. And um, they have Rudiger, who is what a centre back he is, and Christiansen, who had a stormer of the Euros for for um, for Denmark. I. Uh, yeah, I think they'll do. I think my prediction for them. I think they're they'll challenge for the for the Premier League title because their squad depth is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And um, Man City now, Joe. So, obviously they've uh, stolen Jack Grealish from Aston Villa, which obviously I'm not happy about. But it does enable Aston Villa to rebuild. We'll come on to that in a, in a bit. But, so, how do you feel about Man City getting Jack Grealish for 100 mil? Obviously, I don't think he's worth 100 mil, but he's worth 100 mil in the sense that to Aston Villa, because he grew in, he's homegrown. And um, his worth to the football club of Aston Villa. But he's gone to Manchester City now and also English tax. He's gone to Manchester City now. Uh, how do you think that will do? And do you think it really makes a difference? Or Because they also have the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, Foden, Sterling, Mares, Bernardo Silva. How do you think he'll fit into that team? Because he's started all the first three games of the, the Premier League season. But I don't think he'll, um, he'll continue because the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and Foden will be back. Yeah. Uh, he, he'll obviously continue because there's no way you're going to spend a hundred million on on Jack Grealish and put him on the bench. But also, he's definitely not got the start they've expected from him. Like he's not the best. He scored one goal, which he didn't mean to score. Yeah. Um, and you can see against Tottenham, he was getting bullied by Tanganga. Obviously, yeah. Well, yeah, Tanganga. What a centre back! What a, I mean, played right back for the game actually. But it's going to be interesting. Obviously, he's not going to be the main man at um, a Man City because he was a main man at Aston Villa, and then, well, he left to Man City because he wanted to win trophies. I don't blame him honestly because we we're looking for, for Europa League football, and obviously he can. Well, he he wanted trophies and he also wanted European football. So fair enough, moving there. So um, so yeah. So, Crystal Palace, what a transfer window they have. Of course, under Patch of the Era, they've really built up their squad. They're signing loads of... That team, they had a lot of 30-year-old players. They needed some some young, upcoming talent. I think I think they've done that. Obviously, they have Eze, but I, I think they've done that. So, they've, um, they've signed uh, Mark... I can't pronounce his last name. But from Chelsea under 23s for 21 million. So a really good signing. He's 21 and um, really hope that he's a centre-back. He'll really improve their squad. Uh, Joheem Anderson from Lyon for 15 million. That's really going to... I think that's... Those are the two... Because they have very old centre-backs. So obviously, we've got a lot of pace. They're experienced, but not a lot of pace. Because Gary Cahill has gone off. Yeah, to yeah. and then obviously they've signed Celtic's wonder boy, um, Edouard... Edward said he's a centre forward, and I think he'll um, he'll really do well with the likes of um, the likes of Zaha and um, and Eze. Um, so they've also signed Watford midfielder Will Hughes. I think he he was in the player of the player of the season for Watford last year, and well not for Watford but for the championship. And um, well, what a what a player he is! For to only get him for six mil is what a what a signing. Yeah, how lucky! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've also brought in Conor Gallagher on loan, who uh, managed to score two goals against West Ham, which is kind of kind of weird. But you know, I think Conor Gallagher Conor Gallagher's uh, he's going to be good in a few years because Chelsea. I don't think he'll he'll move from Chelsea probably. Um, 
what are your thoughts on Crystal Palace's transfer window? Yeah, I think they've had second best roster Man U. Yeah. Edward is such a baller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he knows what in Crystal Palace are. Like, he could deserve to be in like maybe Man City or something. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm taking you to watch a lot of the Scottish League. Um, so. I, I just, I just see highlights. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so now moving on to my club, Aston Villa. You know, we've signed Danny Ings. I mean. I don't understand what a shock signing. So, because I was on my phone and I I saw the tr- transfer pop up, pop up uh, Danny Ings, and I was I was shaking. I was like dancing around my room because how we've basically stolen because Man City they didn't get Harry Kane. Obviously, Danny Ings would probably be next on their list because he's a really really good striker. Obviously, he's 29, but. I, I think he's a guaranteed goal scorer in the Premier League and also he'll combine with the likes of Ollie Watkins and then well I think we'll be up and running and trying to get that European spot but um and obviously the likes of Emmy Wendy are coming in 38 million scored a wonder goal against Brentford I mean I don't what a goal and um hopefully we can live up to that price tag obviously it's quite a lot of pressure and um and yeah but um they've also signed Leon Bailey from uh, I don't know if you know him, Joe, but he's from the the Bundesliga. He played Bayer Leverkusen, and um, what signing that is? I think he's going to be a key part for the success this year. Um, what are your thoughts on the three big signings? Was it Danny Ings that scored the bicycle? Uh, no, it was Danny Ings. Yeah, I was actually, I was actually at that match. It was uh, obviously the atmosphere wasn't great for the first 30 minutes because I don't know their heart needs to be reawakened but then it got going and then we uh we found back on the net twice and just uh, killed the win against Newcastle and Danny Ings is really good Bailey I've heard of him yeah. apparently he's like one of the best uh right wingers yeah 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 and um Wendy from yeah. You're yeah. so lucky to get him. I think Arsenal were after him. Yeah, I know. Twitter was going off because um, uh, the Arsenal thing, everyone was just enraged that Aston Villa had stolen the club. And who, the Arsenal were just getting bantered on Twitter. It was honestly quite funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, 